Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Shit, I forgot my mic was hot. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Four and one. Welcome in to episode number 182 of the Talking the Line podcast, where you never know what you're going to get, you never know what rabbit hole we're going to dive into, but you do know one thing, is there are good and positive vibes inbound on this beautiful December the 14th, also known as Tuesday of Bets 2021. Now, my friends, we have a loaded show coming at you today. Before we get into that loaded show, I need you to please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you're watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. But if you are watching on one of our social media platforms like Twitter or Facebook, hit that follow button, hit that like button there so you never miss any of our additional social content. However, if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you also hit that subscribe button there too if you have not uh, already as we do release the uh, audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you could be so kind while you're watching today's show you can find it in your heart to do so go ahead also hit that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live hey Maybe hit that share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people that live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned degenerate because that's what we like here at the TTL pod. And we also like cash and tickets, as I'm sure you good old-fashioned degenerates do. And we also cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do all of those those things because it does help us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you last certainly not least head on over to this episode's description where you will locate the talk in the line link tree within that link tree you'll find the talkingtheline.com website all of the ttl crew social platforms and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location however and whenever you please ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people Joining us for episode number 182, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner for the next hour, hour and a half or so, who knows, you know what we do say here though, always take the over, sprinkle a little bit because uh, who knows how windy we might get. Now without further ado, it is time to bring in my aforementioned partner. 
You know him as the co-host of this here podcast, also the co-host of the Wise Words Pod and Cup of Joe on Campus Pod. Wow, we don't do enough around here at uh, Talking Align Sports Media. Maybe we need to add a little bit more on the plate. Outside of that, my friends, help me welcome him on in. The man. The myth. The degenerate gambling legend, and oh, we cannot ever forget, especially for one final time when he owns my bears. The TTL's resident cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, how the hell you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am fantastic on this fine Tuesday, two for Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, two for Tuesday, Tuesday. How many times can you say that fast? But uh, I'm doing fantastic, my man. Uh, gotta warn these uh, production interns about that hot mic at the start of the uh, show, dude. I mean, hey, hey. Telling you, telling you, I don't know what the <laughs> hell they're doing, what the hell they're going on. You know, uh, maybe, 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 maybe not. I don't know which way to call it uh, before the show starts. I go a little bit, uh, oh, yeah, showtime. I mean, little, it did uh, sound good if I'm being little, totally uh, Hey, yeah, you know, I get, I get a little, uh, I get hyped. I love coming to do the show. Good. I love I'm seeing you guys. I get fucking wild. I get weird. But, uh, yeah, good thing you didn't see my face because I do get a little fucking too hyped sometimes in those moments. So, uh, there you go. There you have it. Hot mic this morning. Uh, yeah. Hey, production interns, get your fucking shit together. Together, all right outside of that partner how really are you uh doing you look gorgeous on your side of the screen as per usual how uh, how are you things on the uh north side of the windy city there uh not too bad northwest side uh northwest so, side? well i mean it is north side but uh when people say north side they think like wrinkleyville which i'm used to be few miles west of that. But Shout anyways, out. I Sh- apologize Shout for the correction. I'm doing fantastic, my man. We both had a decent evening last night. Yeah, what the night. fuck, dude? Cash the Rams ticket with uh, not too much sweat, but, uh, you know, rather handily, I would say. And uh, you yourself had a nice evening on the old hardwood. Really? Damn it, we just missed that damn uh, Monday Madness parlay, man. I thought we mm. had it. It was hanging on for dear life. A uh, little, uh, little Kyler magic there at the end busted it. But, you know, I would probably take it again if I'm being totally honest. But, uh, yeah, that was a rough beat for us, huh? Yeah, it definitely was. And, uh Speaking of yesterday's best bets, we are a full transparency show, so we I will never. It all down on hey, you know, hey, no problem. <laughs> it was what you were doing. You're moving, you're grooving, you're pushing things along here. So we might as well just put them up behind us now. So for the first time, all of the TTL crew's best bets from yesterday, December the 13th, 2021. We almost had a clean sweep on the board, five and zero for me and Mags on our straight plays. Indiana State up nine at halftime, my friends, and <sighs> dominated the Bison. For 30, 32 minutes of that game, and then it was an absolute flip of the script, and the Bison ended up winning by seven. Disgusting. Every other one pretty much played out as I called it, and uh, yeah, Max, your Rams, boy, they uh, took care of business in the dog spot. It was pretty much their season on the line, and they needed to win, and uh, everybody was zigging towards the cards, so your boy zagged away to the Rams. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean... Well, go ahead. No, sorry. I, I just I was gonna push back. There's a lot of reactionary stuff, as there always is with the NFL week by week. Just because the Cardinals lost at home doesn't mean they stink now. The Cardinals are gonna be back. They had Kyler, DeAndre Hopkins. I, not you. I'm not saying you. I'm I just saying, like push back. No, when did no. I say that? <laughs> no, no. I'm saying a lot of. I'm saying on like Twitter, everywhere else. I'm seeing a lot of reactionary stuff. Like, oh, the mm. Kyler or the uh, Cardinals stink now. It was always the Rams. I think both teams are solid. I think they're both staring up at the top. Uh, Packers, Cowboys, Bucks, but. I still think they're good. Kyler's going to get himself back going. He was banged up for three, four weeks. He was out Mm -hmm. for three weeks, whatever it was. Give him some time to get back rolling before the playoffs, my friend. 
100%. And the uh, LA Rams present a little bit more of a challenge than the Chicago Bears on defense, if I do sure. say so myself. Sure. But who the hell am I? Uh, not the resident Chicago Bears fan or anything. Uh, <laughs> Monday Madness Parlay right above us went two for three that damn under my man by two points you just you just hate to see it uh one of those that uh we'll be thinking about for a while hopefully not too long because we got a pretty juicy two for tuesday parlay coming your way that we uh hope to be getting to the pay window moneyline dice uh continue their cold streak my friends (sighs) dare we say have reached hashtag f-a-d-e territory I'm not sure, but uh, we'll discuss that in today's yeah. Money Line Dice segment of the day with their minus two and a half loss on the Suns. All right, bring us back in. There you go. There you have it. All of y- 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 yesterday's best bets of the day. Partner, what the hell do we got going on today? Um, we got a lot, actually. Hmm. We have uh, two best bets coming from you. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm right there. Uh, got five best bets coming from me. That's Count them seven. Best bets coming from the TTL crew. Straight plays, as always. Gamble how you can afford to gamble. Be who you can afford to be. One unit plays on all of our straight plays, as always. Gamble responsibly. Special play of the day, second segment of the day, or rather third segment after we get through mags and my plays, is that aforementioned two for Tuesday parlay. We got one pick coming from the ice. Lace up the skates, boys. And then we got one pick Coming from the college basketball hardwood, we looked at some stuff. We said, how is this line not moving? You've got to be kidding me. I wanted to stay away. We simply could not do it. So we've scooped it up. Two legs together, paying out over three to one odds, my friends. For a two-leg, two for Tuesday parlay, are you kidding me? Stay locked in. Get ready. We'll be dropping that out. Cooking it up. Whipping it, flipping it. Yeah, very shortly. Hey, Next are we hockey sharps or what? Oh, I, I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't gonna say it because we did, we did have a little bit of a hiccup. But last oh. time I checked, four and one, pretty damn good, pretty damn, pretty good. damn good. And you know, it, they call sharps about fifty-five to fifty-eight percent. Four and one seems about higher than that to me. But what the hell do I know? Who the hell Who's am I? Say? Who is to say, Mags? I don't know, but what I am to say is that the Moneyline Dice will grace us with their presence after we recap all of today's best bets. They are already live on set. They're going back to uh phoenix suns matchup tonight but tonight the suns are playing the blazers so we'll let them uh try and get their lick back see what they got to say today but uh, not a awesome start to the week for the money line dice no we need to get them back on the same track i mean it seems like either we're hot they're cold they're hot we're cold let's get on the same track here dice like you said the f-a-d-e word i don't like throwing it around i don't like throwing it around in uh, the last few weeks that's kind of been the word around those money line dice my friend what i will tell you though is if the money line dice do have to be our fade or our sacrifice, if you will, from the TTL crew, then so be it. If we get maybe all eight plays to the pay window today and then we just have to sacrifice the dice, I I would never want to do that to you, dice. But who am I? You know, sometimes you have to make a sacrifice. My hands are tied at this point, okay? It's not me, folks. It's everything that goes on in this world of gambling. Now, that'll pretty much wrap up the entire first half of the show and segue us into the second half of the show. Uh, We'll have Armag Sidebar interested to see what type of jazz he's got going on here for this beautiful Tuesday. Uh, We'll give you uh, some of our daily leans. Obviously, his sidebar will get us into uh, even more banter and rabbit holes. And then uh, the always important TTL announcements. We'll talk about Wise Words, Cup of Joe on campus, uh, some of our other content, yada, yada, yada. Then we'll wrap things up. Final segment of the day, my friends. 
Colts Motivation Minutes. Uh, got a uh, message today on staying present, being in the moment, and just enjoying your journey and not worrying about too much where you're going, worry about where you are. But you need a little extra inspiration, you're going to have to stick around to the very end of the show for that because right now, partner, unless you have anything else that we need to get out before we start. No, sir. Stop all the nonsense, quit all the drama, cut the gossip. You could go to every other sports media outlet and get for now. You come to the TTL pod for the Stone Cold Locks picks, insights, analysis, diving into a few rabbit holes along the way, but most importantly, running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So one final item we must complete to keep everything in line. We are not superstitious, just a little stitious. Raise them up high. To me... To you over there, good sir, and all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods, take your sip in one moment. I need the oh damn my. pot next to me today, dude. I'm getting low. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, I've been uh, combining the BCAAs back into the system, too. I'm on cloud nine right now. Um, okay, okay. Internally, I am living life. Like, okay. mentally L-I-V-I-N. and also physically. Like we are, we are vibrating, Mag. So L-I-V-I-N, that's the energy, living, living man. Just L I V I N, man. All right, all right, all right. Now, my friend, that's the energy I'm bringing today. I'm gonna need you to match that. I'm gonna need you to absolutely destroy your best bets of the day segment of the day. And without further ado, my friend, let them rip, let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. All right, my friends. I, uh, you know, I'm not, like you said, we're not superstitious, just a little stitches. This was by coincidence. I mean, two for Tuesday. I've got two plays. Both start with T, so I'm starting to feel a little, uh, you know, a little stitches. Uh, you know, starting to feel good about these plays. Mm-hmm. I was already feeling good about these plays before that. Uh, before I realized that, though. However, first one coming for me. Uh, coming out of college basketball, dipping into the mid-majors, my friends, dipping into this guy's world. But I am going to a SWAC, uh, one of the teams involved is a SWAC team, one of the teams that I have been uh, following the last couple of years pretty dang closely. And this team is the number one team in said SWAC conference. I'm going to the Texas Southern Tigers, minus three against TRGV. That is mm-hmm. Texas Rio Grande Valley uh, Vaqueros, I do believe. To save mm-hmm. myself the embarrassment, I'm just going to say TRGV during this analysis. How about that? So I got him. Love it. Texas Southern minus three. Uh, it does look like it's going up, partner. Three and a half, four. I would not go past four. I would probably still take a three and a half, four, however. A uh, handful of things that I'm liking here. First thing, I know it looks ugly. One and seven straight up, Texas Southern. I get it. Six and two ATS, however. All of these have been on the road, so six and two ATS on the road as well. Number four strength of schedule in the entire country. A big reason why they're one and seven straight up. But like I said, they've managed to cover the teams that they have played. It's been a gauntlet, partner. You've got Louisiana Tech. They beat Florida in their most recent game. So do I am I a little concerned as far as their most recent game being that nice win? Yes, but I do believe it is far enough in the rear view where people aren't really seeing that. And, uh, you know, they still see this 1-7 record, and they're going to be uh, attracted to a, a, a TRGV team that uh, has been <laughs> average at best, and they've been cashing uh, people tickets in certain spots. Some other teams that Texas Southern has played uh, is Oregon, St. Mary's, Washington, Air Force, NC State, and BYU. That's an absolute gauntlet, my people. And I, if you're coming uh, coming to me, tell me 6-2 and two ATS during that stretch, and a team in TRGV that I think is... 
a lot worse than they've showed so far. I'm going to take the Texas Southern Tigers. Let me double check. <laughs> Let me tell Yes, Tigers. Sorry. Yeah, tigers. I was a little... They're yeah, the Tigers. Okay. <laughs> uh, in these matchups, 2-0 last two, 2019 and 2021 is Texas Southern. And partner... Dipping into your world a little bit with this one, rebounding Texas Southern mm. seventh in the nation offensively in uh, offensive rebounds. TRGV. This is not a typo. I had to double check myself. Two eighty third in both defensive and offensive rebounds. So I think Texas Southern takes uh, takes care of the glass in this one and gets it done. Texas Southern minus three, first best bet of the day, partner. All right. I think he got me sold. I think he got me back in the boat. I don't like laying any type of points on the road. Um, might take me a little while to get all the way in, all the way through the show, and maybe you'll see it in my bet slip. But uh, you definitely got me more sold. I was a little bit more concerned about laying three and a half on the road. But, uh, yeah, I think old Rio Grande Vicaros are not the uh, best low major team that you're trying to go after. Glad you so, can nail that one a little better than Yeah, me. I got you, my guy. No problem. <laughs> hey, you know me, low mid-major king, baby. Uh, but you're... Uh, Gunning for a, a jewel off the crown, if you will, today, my friend. So, without further ado, Max first best bet of the day, Texas Southern Tigers, minus three, don't take over, minus four. Partner, could you be so kind as to keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks with your second, I do believe, NBA best bet of the day? Yes, sir. You mentioned I'm staying to the hardwood, but I am going to the NBA, taking a dog on this one, uh, taking some points on the road in this one. Short road trip for the Toronto Raptors. I'm taking the Raptors plus eight at Brooklyn. I mentioned short road trip. This Raptors team is playing pretty well right now, partner. I, You know me. I like this Raptors team when they're playing well. They're a big ebb and flow team. When they're on some cold streaks, I'll probably be fading them. When they're on a nice little warm streak, I do like playing them, especially getting some points and getting a handful of points here. These Brooklyn Nets, they're winning some games, but they're not exactly dominating these games either. And in a matchup where Brooklyn has held their own against Toronto, I'm going to take these eight points nine times out of ten. Both teams right now 12 and 15 ATS on the entire season. Nothing crazy, but about the same. Raptors, though, 7 and 5 ATS on the road. The Nets, 4 and 9 ATS at home. So they have not, mm-hmm. not been taking care of business ATS at home. The Raptors are 4 and 0, last four uh, versus a team with a 4 and 0 ATS, excuse me, last four with a against a team with a winning record. And 5 and 1 ATS, last six meetings in Brooklyn. So I do like the Raptors to take care of business in this one. They are 3-1 and one ATS this season on a back-to-back. They did play last night, so uh, where the Nets do have a one-day of rest. Nets, I believe, 7-7 uh, seven and seven ATS on one-day rest. Uh, but that's why I mentioned that short road trip, partner, because it's not like they're flying across the country or anything. They were home in Toronto last night and put up 124 points uh, on Sacramento. When this Toronto team, their offense is rolling, I honestly like that on a back-to-back to to, uh, keep that offensive momentum because that's one of their problems all season, right? The uh, times when they throw up a stinker, it's because of their offense. But if you're giving me two straight nights with a team that's solid on back-to-backs, putting up 124 the night before, albeit against a uh, mediocre defense in uh, Sacramento, I'm going to take these eight points with the Raptors all day long. Last thing for me, a little bit of a trend uh, that I do like as well. A lot of trends on this one, I will admit. Nets 2 and 6 ATS uh, on the season as a 7.5 to 9.5 point favorite. So they really have not taken care of this spot as well. So give me the Raptors with a little bit of a defensive edge in this one to take care of that 8. Not saying they get the job done outright, but I think they lose 3, 4, 5 points in this one, partner. 
Well, hey, you might have me sold, man, because uh, when I do get into handicapping NBA, as I've always been fully transparent, I don't really fuck around with it till after Christmas. Uh, two things I do look at as how is this team done against this number? I heard that from you. Not very good at all. And what are my home and away splits? And not very good at all for the Brooklyn Nets. So those are two places I start. I'm not saying they're the end-all be-all, but I do like those two numbers, and they sent a couple of alarms off in my head, partner. So... Our Mag's second best bet of the day. He's going to have a couple closing thoughts as per usual, but the, uh, please, partner, one more, I, I said, tra- I want to say Trailblazers, but it's not Trailblazers. Um, no, no, Toronto. Yeah, Toronto Raptors. I, I always get the Blazers and the Raptors mixed up. I don't know why. I have no idea why at this time of the year. I won't eventually promise you that, but Toronto Raptors plus eight, partner, close it out. Actually, uh, so I did not realize this until right now. There must be some type of injury news coming out. This one has dropped to... Five, five and a half, partner. I do not know what's going on. Plus five, five and a half for the Raptors. Maybe be a little tentative on that. I apologize. If you didn't catch the eight, maybe be a little tentative. Figure out what the hell's going on with the uh, any injury news. I have to imagine that might be a KD taking a rest night. I'm not sure. James Harden took a rest night the other night. I'd be kind of surprised he does two nights in a row, uh, especially with the day of rest. But I, I would you agree that has to be some Kevin Durant staying out of this one, right? Yeah, I, I would say nobody probably caught the eight then uh, if they were watching live on the show. Right, so I do apologize. I did not realize like that. That. it was so, eight right before we started. Yeah, so um, that, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that's at. But I, yeah. if somebody big is taking a night off, then uh, I don't mind it too much at all. So no, I, I think like I it. think it's okay with the movement. So there you go. There you have it, partner. Anything in closing on any of your other best bets or anything in relation? <laughs> No, sir. I was going to say the Raptors have not really been in a spot where they're an eight-point dog. They're only uh-huh. one game they have been, but that's uh-huh. not the case anymore. So uh, that was uh-huh. going to be uh, worth this piece of inter- information. But check out, see if you can figure out what's going on with this injury news. But I still like the Raptors plus the five, if uh, if I'm being totally honest here. Okay, my friend. Well, there you go. There you have it, my friends. Let's keep this uh, proverbial podcast Sunday just building on up. We got a couple of scoops of vanilla, a couple of scoops of chocolate. Let's go ahead and get some caramel and some hot fudge on top of that with my best bets of the day. Now, before I get into all of these bad boys, um, if you miss any of our best bets or the recap, anything in between, make sure uh, you can, or well, not even make sure, rather, you can find all of it in a bunch of different uh, locations. The Action app, if you got that, you can follow me at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Follow Riley at rmags in all caps, and then you can get the Talking the Line best bets at Talking the Line. We also have the Chalkboard HQ app. We have our own board on there, Talking the Line. Multiple channels. I think we have over... uh, a dozen channels i think we have way more than that either way might be a couple of additional announcements in regards to uh chalkboard within the coming day or 24 48 hours who's to say who am i what do we know no clue but uh you can follow us on there make sure you follow the talking the line board jump in we're always in there chatting back and forth we want to connect with you guys it's just another way to do that think discord on steroids but only for sports betting my friends that's what chalkboard is download it on the app store not on google play yet i was informed yesterday not on google play download it on the app <laughs> App Store and uh, join Chalkboard today. Uh, we also have all of our best bets and more on TalkingTheLine.com. You can find it on the Today's Best Bets tab. And then obviously while you're at TalkingTheLine.com, you might as well just peruse around there too. So there you go. There you have it. Let's get into my best bets of the day. Now, my friends, as per usual, the mid-major king has entered the chat. Now, First best bet of the day, uh, we are going to all, I should preface this rather by saying that all five of my best bets of the day are coming from the mid-major hardwood. I don't think that I have any, well, I guess if you consider it's a, it's a matchup between a mid-major team and a power five team. So sure. 
First best bet is not that matchup. It is the matchup between the Monmouth Hawks and the Yale Bulldogs. And I've been tracking this one all morning, my friends. Uh, caught it at minus one and a half. Uh, moved to minus two in some spots. Back down to minus one and a half. Opened it one. But it's holding pretty firm at minus one and a half, despite the Bulldogs being the sharp side. Um, honestly, I have to keep backing Monmouth until the wheels fall off. There's just no way that you can't right now. They're eight and two straight up, ten and zero against the number. 6-2 straight up on the road, 8-0 against the number on the road. They're only two straight-up losses, in case you're worried, oh, maybe their straight-up losses were when they were uh, really small-point favorites or small-point dogs, and this is where they fuck up. Eh, I don't think so. The two losses were as 9.5 and 5.5-point underdogs, so I'm not really worried about any funny business, them not uh, covering this basket spread right here today. Yale has been solid, but not spectacular, and a touch overvalued at home. They're 6-6 six six straight up, 4 and seven to the number four and one straight up at home but they play some lackluster opponents uh two and two ats on their home hardwood i said they're being a little overvalued uh as evidence per ken palm 348th in the nation in home court advantage uh so i think that uh, it's kind of fugazi i think that monmouth should be at least minus two and a half minus three here but there are a couple of keys as always that i bring to every damn show offenses are similar but monmouth does have a pretty uh key advantage uh in a few areas Areas, but uh, they do it does give them a slight edge overall uh, they shoot 45 and a half from the floor 36.6 from beyond the arc and they're 120th in effective field goal percent simple comparison to Yale 41.8 field goal percent 33.4 from beyond the arc and 238th in effective field goal percent now if that doesn't trip your trigger I think this is going to be a little bit more of a defensive game, and that is where Monmouth holds the significant edge. It's why they are a wagon and a half this year. They're 86th in ADE, 20th in uh, opponent effective field goal percent. They're only allowing 27.7 from beyond the three-point arc. Why do I mention that? Because the Yale Bulldogs love to make their money from three-point range, and they're just simply not going to do that today. Simple comparison once again to the Yale defense. I think this allows uh, Monmouth to have some success. 201st in ADE, 94th in opponent effective field goal percent and they allow 33.4 from beyond the arc I also think uh, rebounds are going to be a big factor. Shout out, partner. Thanks for shouting me out in that ca- hey, hey. category there. I loved looking at these. But Monmouth, 202nd offensive rebounding per Ken Palm, 120th on the defensive side. Yale just barely worse, but still worse nonetheless. 237th uh, in offensive rebounds and 157th in defensive rebounds. Last but certainly not least, why I think the Monmouth is really going to win that rebounding battle and some of those key um, turnovers and battles like that, those hustle stats, it's because they are a little bit bigger. They're a little bit more physical. 147th in height and physicality per Ken Palm. Yale, 291st. So just a little bit bigger are the Hawks, and I think that allows this game to uh, be an easy, sweat-free cover towards the end of the game. You don't believe me? Believe the trends. Monmouth, 6-0 ATS last six as a favorite. 4-0 ATS last four as a road favorite. 5-2 ATS last seven Tuesday games. And Yale, 2-5 ATS last seven home games 0-4 ATS last four as a dog and 1-4 ATS last five overall sorry Ted Malze appreciate the hell out of you brother I know these are your boys but we're fading the Bulldogs today and taking the Monmouth Hawks minus one and a half
I'm interested, partner. I really am. I mean, again, we say this. We don't like to deduct like this. But one thing I really like about Monmouth, uh, hey, you mentioned one of the, uh, a couple of their losses. One of them is a five-point loss to St. John's. That's almost an impressive loss, if you ask me. Uh, and they've hung in and honestly beaten a couple of other, uh, you know, bigger-name teams, uh, despite being maybe, uh, you know, some less talented teams in that big, uh, you know, higher power five teams mm-hmm. these yale bulldogs have been getting their teeth kicked in by these types of teams and i you know i if i'm backing anybody i'm backing mammoth with you my man i like it appreciate your kind words speaking of uh power five program going to the next matchup of the day unc tar heels against the Furman paladins and oh it's easy money we gotta go to the heels right ah get the hell out of here who really knows about the Furman paladins this guy right here and that's why we're backing him 150 percent caught him at 11 and a half down to 10 and a half and i am more than fine with that line movement uh might be even down across uh the market here Looks at some like 10, books 10 and a half to save yeah. the time 10 and a half uh staying at minus 110 um as far as the market kind of looks there I love it at ten and a half. I would love it down to six and a half, five and a half, maybe even four and a half. Um, both teams, uh, I a couple key reasons here. Both teams really suck against the number. Okay, uh, Furman two five and two all overall all season, and UNC two and seven. So neither one of them are, are worth a damn. However, this is only the third time that Furman has been an underdog all year long. First one was a push at plus six and an overtime loss to Belmont. We've seen how good Belmont has been so far early on in the season. And the second was a plus nine overtime win against Louisville. Once again, they were nine-point dogs in that game. Louisville has shown some promise early on in this season. I'm not saying they're UNC by any stretch of the word, but UNC ain't your uncle's UNC anymore right now, my friend. So I love all of the points. And also, uh, to kind of close all of that out before I get into some keys here, UNC being just a touch overvalued at home. They're only one and four against the number at home. They've only covered against Michigan plus two and a half. I think the fab vibe might not be so fabulous this year. I don't know exactly what's going on with Jawan Howard and the boys, but I'm just calling a little bit of Fugazi on that plus two and a half cover. And uh, I think this is just way too many doggone points. But there are a couple of keys as to why I think the Paladins keep this game tight. And number one is experience. You're wondering why UNC just hasn't had that key quality UNC big point cover win yet. They're 249th in experience per Ken Palm. So they don't have a a very well-veteran oiled machine, if you will, on either side of their ball where Furman does. They're 91st in the nation in experience per Ken Palm. So I think that alone allows them to stick in this game. If perchance the Tar Heels get on any runs, it allows them to bring this game back on in. Let's let's slow it down here, boys. And I think that their experience is really going to allow them to, uh, to have some success. Also, the turnover department. I was actually really surprised to see this offensively. Furman and UNC are pretty damn tight uh, turnover percentage-wise. 109th for Furman, 114th for UNC. But defensively, Furman has a pretty severe advantage. 263rd in defensive turnover percent per Ken Palm, 347th for UNC. So if anybody's going to be coughing up the rock, I like Furman's defense to kind of surprise the heels and uh, win the turnover battle. Might keep this game uh, close, if not having an identical number on the turnover battle. On paper, my friends, if you look over this one, 
It looks like UNC is going to run away. No question, no problem with it, whatever. But the last time I checked, this game ain't played on a stat sheet. It's played on a hardwood. So I'm going to be all over the 10 and a half here with Furman. Maybe worth a little bit of a money line sprinkle, but I'm not going that far as of 10.32 a.m. Central Standard Time. But you don't believe me. Believe the trends. UNC, 2-5-1 ATS last eight versus a team with a winning straight-up record. 1-6 ATS last seven as a favorite. 0-5 ATS last five as a home favorite. And the heels, 0-4 ATS last Last four Tuesday games. I don't make this shit up. It just happens that way. Give me the Furman Paladins plus 11 and a half. Fine with down to 10 and a half for my second best bet of the day. I like it, my man. That experience is what I like the most, I think. This UNC team, I think come January and February and even into March, might be looking like a really, really solid and maybe well-oiled machine by that point. But uh, oh, yeah. at this point... These are oh, yeah. the type of games where, you know, they take some licks and everyone's kind of scratching their head like, oh, no, what, what do we got going on here? And, you know, it's experience building. And I don't think they can cover that 10.5. I do like it. Absolutely. Especially, uh, it's not only the players' fault. It's also the the entirely new coaching staff, entirely new system. Sure, you're, sure, in, yeah. you're starting to see it kind of catch up with Marquette now, a team like that. So mm-hmm. I, I just don't think Marquette struggled with it enough early on in the season. I think UNC has struggled with it. They still got a little bit of growing pains left, but they'll get there eventually. Well, also, last thing before I let you keep moving, UNC is one of those teams that I like to talk about as far as their lines being inflated just because they're one of the, uh, you know, the gigantic brand names the alongside Duke Bloods. and Kentucky, you know? Oh, yeah, exactly. the Blue Bloods. They're <laughs> so beautiful. We have to back them at any number. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Get out of here. I'm all about the Paladins. Love their purple, too. Uh, my mom's favorite color. Shout out, Ma. Hey, hey. Uh, lo- I do purple. love that. Their purple is fucking sick, though. Yeah, I love it. Nice. Okay. Enough rabbit hole on the second best bet of the day. Keep it moving, keep it grooving. Third best bet of the day coming from your boy. We're going back to the Jacksonville Dolphins against the Southern Miss Eagles. I'm taking the Dolphins plus one. It's time we get that lick back from that Georgia bullshit. It looks like this one is entirely flipped. Minus one and a half. It is getting the juice at minus 115 on FanDuel Sportsbook. Shout out. Uh, it was up to two and a half for a little while, but it looks like it's going to settle around one and a half. I'd be okay with it at two and a half, but I would not take it past that. Um, the Finns are pretty damn good. They haven't won yet on the road, or, or they've won once. They're one and three straight up, but they're three and one ATS on the road. I think they finally notch another one in the category here. Obviously, the books know they messed up in this one. Southern Miss is just not a good team. Try and say that 15 times faster. Two and one straight up, one and one against the number at home. But the one win was against Lamar, who is just not a good team whatsoever as five-point favorites, and then the other one was against ULL as three-point dogs. So if they stay as the underdog in this spot, I don't think they get it done. I think they have another ATS loss, and I think this allows uh, the Dolphins to get the outright win. There are a couple of key things here that I found as well that uh, lend into the old Dolphins' favor. Offenses are pretty pretty similar. They're not uh, going to blow the doors off anybody by any stretch of the word, but Jacksonville's defense is severely better. They're only allowing 55.3 points per game compared to Southern Miss's 70.8. Jacksonville's rated at 160th in ADE and 84th in a opponent effective field goal percent per Ken Palm. Just compare that again to Southern Miss, 193rd in ADE and 206th in opponent effective field goal percent. I think Jacksonville smacks the old Eagles in the mouth defense and I think they also smack them in the mouth on the offensive and defensive glass. 218th 
218th for the Finns on the offensive glass, 92nd on the defensive glass. Southern Miss, 312th offensively rebounding-wise and 199th defensively per Ken Palm. I also think that uh, once Jacksonville starts to build a little bit of a lead here and uh, win some of these 50-50 balls, some of these hustle stats, and really kind of wear down the old Eagles is how I'm seeing this game go. I think their depth is really going to uh, loom large here today. 14th in the nation per Ken Palm for Jacksonville in depth. That's going up against Southern Miss, who ranks 176th. You don't believe me? Just believe the trends, my friends. Dolphins, 4-1 ATS, last five road games. 4-1 ATS, last five as a puppy dog. And 4-0 ATS, their last four games versus a team with a winning home percent greater than 600. USM, that is the University of Southern Miss, 2-6 ATS, last eight home games, 1-5-1 ATS, last seven Tuesday games. That is miércoles for all of our Spanish viewers out there. And USM, 1-5 ATS, last six, first a team with a winning straight-up percent greater than 600. Give me all of the Jacksonville Dolphins. I'm fine with it at minus one and a half. Hammered in, folks. Let's get it to the pay window for my third best bet of the day. Hey, man, I, this is one that I do not have too many thoughts about, but you have gotten me into the uh, fanboying of the uh, the Dolphins here. So I do like this one. Again, I, I saw this Same. one this morning, but I was like, ah, you know what? I, I'll let partner if he's got something. I don't know enough about these teams quite yet. So I'll let you take oh, it home for us. I do. Let's go. All right. Let's keep it moving, keep it grooving. Next uh, game up on tap, we're going to the matchup between the UCSB Gauchos. That is the University of Cal Santa Barbara Gauchos against the Pacific Tigers. And I think the Pacific Tigers are extremely overvalued in this spot. Uh, open up around minus 3.5. Looks like it's settled around minus 4.5. I would not take it over 5.5. Um, I don't think it will move off of 4.5, but just in case it does, um, I would be okay with it all the way up to that. I think uh, the Gauchos are being severely undervalued here because they are coming off of an extremely rough beat against uh, St. Mary's yesterday, and or a couple weeks or a couple days back. Either way, I was thinking, I was saying yesterday because it's actually played into a game we took yesterday in the Cal Poly Mustangs, saying huh. that, oh man, we really hope that uh, um, they end up beating who the hell did they play again? I totally just last night. Yeah, who they play again? Portland. Portland, that's right. I wanted to say Portland. I want to make sure. Um, so this will give us some good value on the pilots going yeah. forward in the future. And I think that's exactly what you're seeing here with the Gauchos. The Gauchos just came off of that rough loss against the Gales. And the Gales, we've seen them. Uh, doesn't matter who the opponent is. They are going to smash them so far early on in the season. They are 0-2 against the number on the road. But, my friends, those two games were that St. Mary's game and a game against the Washington State Cougars, who have also come out of the gates red hot early on in this college basketball season. I mentioned that Pacific is being overvalued here at home. They're only 1-2 against the number. Uh, they are also 305th in home court advantage per Ken Palm, so I don't really see that being a factor whatsoever here today. <laughs> couple of key factors um, as far as their overall ranking, UCSB is just the flat-out better team. I could bore you all day long with stats, but these teams are really vastly different, and I'll just give you a couple of high-level ones as far as AOE and ADE and then effective field goal percent and opponent. Uh, UCSB 86th in AOE, 157th in ADE. 
They played a couple of high level, more high level opponents than Pacific because you're going to hear their ADE be pretty similar. But I think we see some positive regression for the Gauchos at that number. They're 62nd in effective field goal percent and 73rd in opponent effective field goal percent. If you got a barf bag, I'd suggest you get it close because Pacific is 245th in AOE, 140th in ADE, but they played some shit competition, 227th in effective field goal percent, and 230th in opponent effective field goal percent. I think UCSB blows the fucking doors off of them. I don't think 8.5 would be enough, but uh, I like the 4.5 because also one other key reason, that rebounding department. Funny you mentioned it uh, here today, partner. It's uh, looming large in a lot of my plays. I think we see some regression on... Um, from Pacific in the defensive side. They're ranking 24th right now, but I just mentioned they played a lot of low-level opponents, and uh, to be ranked at 24th, it just doesn't make sense to me. I think they're going to start to see a little bit of regression there because they're 276th on the offensive side of the ball when it comes to rebounding. Simply compare that to UCSB, 62nd on the offensive glass, 295th on the defensive glass. Contrary to Pacific, um, UCSB has played some really good offensive rebounding teams, so that's why that defensive number is so bad. I think we see some positive regression there once again because, last but certainly not least, the Gauchos are just a more physical team. They rank 63rd in the nation per Ken Palm in height, where Pacific only ranks 203rd, outside the top 200. You don't believe me, my friends. Just believe the trends. UCSB, 5-1 ATS last six as a favorite. 4-1 ATS last five Tuesday games. They're also 6-2 ATS, their last eight as a road favorite. And 7-2 last nine versus the WCC. Pacific, 0-5-1 ATS last six versus the Big West. 0-4 ATS last four as the dog. And the Gauchos are 4-1 against the number their last five meetings with the Tigers. Give me all of UCSB. Minus four and a half. I'm cool with it, but I caught it minus three and a half this morning for my fourth best bet of the day. I like it, my man. Once again, don't have too many, but I do like those gauchos, man. I uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think this one uh, should be a little bit higher than it is right now. Sorry, I got a hole in my face. That's nah, my bad. <laughs> it's all good, dude. All good. Hole in my face. Trying to fucking clean myself <laughs> up here real quick. Apologies. Apologies. All right. Fifth and final best bet of the day coming from me, my friends. Let's wrap up the card. We're going to the matchup between the UC Davis Aggies and the Oregon State Beavers. And my friends, the Beavers are not back. We're taking the Aggies plus six in this matchup. I've said it multiple times on this show before. The Oregon State Beavers are not the same team they were last year. And my friends, I think you need to buy into the Aggies. They've actually been a pretty solid team. Solid, not spectacular, as I always say. Uh, four and three straight up, three and two against the number, but they are one and one straight up, one and one ATS on the road. What that tells me is just the books don't have a fucking clue how to value them here, and they're being a little bit severely undervalued, if you uh, ask me me on the opposite side of that I think the Beavers are being overvalued they're one and eight straight up and against the number overall this year one and three straight up oh and four against the number on or at home now you're going to tell me you want to back a team that has yet to cover on their home hardwood more than anything bigger than a bucket I'm good on all of that I'm going to stay away but if you don't believe me on my humble opinions just believe a few key trends I had to double check this you know it's that time of the year I was making a list of turnovers and stats. I had to check the son of a bitch twice because I couldn't believe it. Uh, UCD ranks 62nd in tempo. Compared to Oregon State, 296th in tempo. Boys, I think UCD boat races the old beeves today. But there's also a couple of key things here defensively. This is going to be a defensive game. 
I think the Aggies smack the Beavs in the mouth. And on the opposite side of that, I think the Beavers' lackluster defense allows the Aggies to stay in this game. A couple of key stats you'll need to be aware of. UCD allowing 66.9 points per game. They're 140th in ADE, 230th in opponent effective field goal percent, 90th in turnover percent, and 24th on the defensive glass per Ken Palm. Simple comparison to Oregon State, 72.2 points per game allowed, 169th in ADE, 237th in opponent effective field goal percent, 184th in turnover percent, and 248th in defensive rebounding percent. My friends, I've already said it on this show, but you go and you look at the stat sheet and it looks like the Beavers are going to run away with this game. But last time I checked, this fucking game ain't played on that stat sheet. It's played on the hardwood, and that's where the Aggies are going to get the job done tonight. But you don't believe me? believe the trends for the last time today UCD is 18-7-1 ATS their last 26 as a dog 14-2-1 their last 17 as a road dog Oregon State I don't make this up it just happens 2-8 ATS their last 10 Tuesday games 0-4 ATS last four as a favorite 0-3-1 ATS last four as a home favorite and 0-6 ATS their last six home games across the board my friends it is time for the UC Davis Aggies to take care of business and keep the old Beavers scuffling on about their season. For my final best bet of the day, UC Davis, plus six. I like it, my man. I Honestly, I knew the Beavers were rough, but I, I didn't realize exactly how bad it was, if I'm being totally honest, man. You know me. Of all good. the uh, big, team, or big conferences, the Pac-12 is the one that I kind of stay away from, and good grief, I did not realize how bad the Beavers have been this year. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because we were talking about that on Sunday when we were watching the games uh, games together, how bad the Pac-12 has really shaped out yeah, this year. Right. Like, Oregon had Chris Duarte last aside year. Aside from they UCLA, had right? Yeah, aside from UCLA, for sure. Cronin and the boys. I'll never talk yeah. shit about Cronin and the boys. I've right. said it multiple times on this show, yeah, but Cronin is my favorite Arizona, college. Sorry, and, and Arizona, and Arizona, <laughs> and Arizona, and Arizona. But outside of that, I mean, it yeah. is, it's a shit show. I mean, you, USC only has got one of the Mobley boys now. You can't you can't have a Mobley boy. It's got to be the Mobley brothers, man. That's <laughs> it's just that's how it works. Um, I, I Arizona State is in shambles. They're seven-and-a-half-point dogs against Creighton tonight. I mean, it, yeah. it's a shit show and a half for the wow. uh, Pac-12 right now. But. You, you see, USC's taking care of business, but you're still, though, still. Yeah. Oh, well, they have... Um, they have, They're 10 uh, and 0. F- They're number 10 right now. They have FGCU's, uh, oh, FGCU's Coach, yeah, yeah. from when... Uh, what the hell Andy Enfield. What? Yeah, Andy Enfield. Florida Gulf yeah. Coast, Dunk City. Dunk City, that's right. I was I wanted to say Slam City, but I was like, that ain't right. <laughs> uh, d- yeah, Dunk City, Andy Enfield. That was uh, that was probably my favorite uh, college basketball run as far as March like Madness. March Madness, but, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, before Anyways. we get into all of this nonsense, <laughs> there's all of my best bets of the day. I digress. Let's save it for the second half of the show. Let's keep this proverbial podcast Sunday continuing to be built. You thought that I forgot that my segment was the caramel and the chocolate, bate, bate, <laughs> chocolate. That's for all of us, uh, all of you other Spanish viewers out there who enjoy a little bit of abuelita during the uh, I say frio time of the year okay uh, let's keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks the special play of the day or actually it's a, a proverbial podcast Sunday the fuck am I saying we need a little whipped cream on top of this bad boy so let's fill it on up with the two for Tuesday parlay okay partner I guess it's uh, it's time to say it I guess it's okay we can uh, we can call ourselves hockey sharps I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. You know, I thought about it over the course of this last about 46 minutes here, and I think it's okay we get into that boat. So, first leg on the two for Tuesday, two for your Tuesday parlay. 
We're going to the matchup between the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia Flyers. And my friends, we are taking not the home favorite, the Philadelphia Flyers, the road dog here. Uh, we're taking the New Jersey Devils plus 104. Uh, it's been moving all around the place, so I don't know exactly what it is. Just take the Devils on the money line. They are um, a pretty doggone valuable team in this spot. They don't uh, handle all too many teams, but they seem to handle the Philadelphia Flyers regardless of location. A couple of key stats for me that I found here. Uh, the Flyers, 3-13, and their last 16 versus the Eastern Conference. 0-4, their last four versus the Metro and 0-5 straight up their last five home games. So Flyers scuffling just a little bit here. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in them and this line seems way too short for the Devs. Partner, anything else from you? Not too much. We're hockey sharps. That's all I can say. We're hockey sharps. No, I, <laughs> I mean, the Devils, Just believe uh, us. It, it seems like this seems like a Philly uh, Flyers trap here because the Devils yeah. ain't playing fantastic hockey either. I look They're at the last like five. Shit. Only win is a 3-0 win over these Flyers, though. And you mentioned uh, historically what they've been doing uh, both games this year. Devils win by three goals. Uh, the last five overall, four out of the last five they won. And it does look like there is. Some massive liability coming in on the old Flyers, my friend. If this is accurate, it says 99% of money coming down on that Flyers money line, my friend. Severe monetary liability. Liability. Say it with me, kids. Um, But not to mention, partner... I, b- I believe you may have known this, but it was starting. It looked like it opened up right around minus 140. Not like it was minus 110. It's been moving up to minus 120. It's getting easier for these fill or nicer, really? more uh, really? more a return on your buck if you're uh, looking to bet on oh, the Flyers today. So you're mean to tell me that Vegas is standing up on their counters right now, pulling their pants down and saying, "Hey, boys." We're going to make the line easier for you. Instead of you put $100 down and you, or you have to put $140 down to win a hundo, we're only going to make you put down 120 Yeah. Come on, boys. The water's fine. It's nice and easy. Oh, but shit. 99% of money. 99% of money. Keep tossing it, boys, because we're going to take the opposite side. We zig while everyone else zags. We're taking the devs on the money line. Second. Best bet of the day. Well, not best bet. Rather, the second leg on the two-for-Tuesday parlay. Looked at this one long and hard, my friend. I wanted to take it as one of my best bets, but I said it seems fugazi. I don't want to get near it. I don't want to put myself in a trap. And then we looked at it together, and we said, how the hell is this happening right now? So I'm going over it here uh, to me telefono to make sure, yeah, it's pretty much the same ballpark. Okay, yeah. I like this even better now because uh, they were generating a little bit of what you could call monetary liability, but it was the sharp side, so it wasn't necessarily like sure. that. Second leg, Miami, Ohio, Red Hawks, plus eight and a half in correct terms, Miami, Ohio, Red Hawks, plus eight and a half. Um, despite Clemson getting 72% of bets on uh, this spread, this total, this line has actually ticked down to eight across the market. So it's lost the hook, gotten easier for the Tigers to cover the game. And uh, if you look, the old uh, the old Red Hawks are getting 28% of bets, but actually 47% of money wagered mm-hmm. on the eight and a half. So very interesting. I think it's the sharp side. I think it's the right side. I think the books know that as well because they're seeing shitloads of bets come in on the Tigers, yet they refuse to move the line. Actually, they didn't refuse to move the line. They said, hey, hmm, we'll make it easier for you. You want to keep coming? Come on, keep coming on in, baby, because uh, we think this line is uh, nice and easy for you guys to cover. So there you go. Second leg, partner. 
Any closing thoughts on the Miami O Red Hawks plus eight and a half? Well, kind of how you talked about it, one of your plays and what we talked about, I believe, uh, yesterday. It's Miami, Miami, Ohio team has lost their last three games, last two by exactly one point. That's making uh-huh. them look like they're a little bit cold. I mean, I think they can keep this game close. And I also, I like Clemson this year. Uh, you know, we've talked about them a handful of times. I do not like them more any more than a three-point favorite. You and I talked off show. They got their most recent win. Looks like, oh, 90-80 win over a really good Drake team. Oh, awesome. It's mm-hmm. an overtime win. They beat them by 10 in overtime. So... I'm not. Uh, that's a box score. That's a box score game for you. Go ahead, partner. That's uh, that's a little fishy to me. I don't make this shit up, dude. Mm-hmm. The Miami Ohio Redhawks three one and one against the number their last five Tuesday games. Okay. The Clemson Tigers two six and one against the number their last nine Tuesday games. Give us all of the Miami Ohio Redhawks plus eight and a half second leg on the two for Tuesday parlay. Okay, if you missed anything. One of my best bets. One of Mag's special play best bets. Anything in between. Who knows? I don't know. It's yours. You're the one that missed it. We're about to recap it all. So, for the first time, live on your screen. I always get a little bit ahead of myself because I forget that I have to produce the show, too. <laughs> in addition to, to hosting it. All right, let's go. <laughs> I get a fucking ahead of myself and say, ah, oh, shit, I forgot I didn't have that uh, screen up yet. So it is now here, live in prime time. I got to hit one final button here, my friend. So let's talk with a little bit of pace here for the first time live on your screen for this Beautiful. Had to check my notes one more time to make sure I was right. December the 14th, 2021, also known as a beautiful Tuesday of bets. The TTL Cruise best bets of the day are now live on your screen. Would you so kindly please turn your attention all the way above us, above the special play for a moment, top left of the screen, are Mag's picks. He's got two coming at you. He's going to the his swack boys, not the his, his swack boys, the Texas Southern Tigers, minus three, against the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley Vicaros. He's also taken in the NBA hardwood, the Toronto Raptors, plus eight, eight and a half. It's actually dropped down to five and a half in some places against the Brooklyn Nets. He's okay with that, but don't go much lower. Top right portion of your screen. You will see my best bets of the day. Once again, the CBB mid-major king has entered the chat. My five college basketball plays on today's card. The Monmouth Hawks minus one and a half. The Furman Paladins plus 11 and a half. Fine with it at 10 and a half. The Jacksonville Dolphins, I caught it plus one. Not one and a half, but plus one, but okay with the flip. Two minus one and a half. Do not take it over two and a half. I love the UCSB Gauchos. Caught them at minus three and a half. Up to four and a half. Okay with it there too and the UC Davis Aggies on the road against the Oregon State Beavs plus six. Directly above us now, the special play of the day, the aforementioned two two for Tuesday parlay, two legs on that bad boy. We have the New Jersey Devils on the money line coming from the NHL ice and back to the college basketball hardwood, the Miami Ohio Red Hawks plus eight and a half or eight, wherever you're seeing it on your book. Now, before we get to the rest of the text on the screen, the money line dice roll of the day, Soldier, we need you to affix the bayonet for today's battle with the books and get these bad boys locked in. Hammered home, sprinkled a little bit of dough on them. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's best bets of the day that are coming from the TTL crew crew and are primed for ticket cashing in. And whatever the current best line is on your 
favorite sports book. I love it, dude. Had to uh, had to give a shout out to our uh, you know our good friend over there that you already mentioned as far as the old Yale Bulldogs home court here. Mm. Did not have any of our teams at home actually. All of these teams are on the road tonight. Well, uh, apparently the road teams are uh, going to have a successful evening on this beautiful so. Tuesday of bets. So if you ask me, that certainly looks like eight plays making it straight to the pay window. Make sure you have your brooms ready and out of the closet, my friends, because uh, we got another bankroll builder coming in hot. Get ready. Brinks Trunk backing up to uh, your local sports book. There you go. There you have it. Uh, you saw the additional Moneyline Dice text on there. We talked about it earlier. Suns versus Blazers NBA matchup on tap tonight. Uh, Moneyline Dice, so we're all aware. A little bit cold. Kick off the week. Close out last week. They are 0-1. They said, boys, we're doubling down on the Suns, minus 2.5 yesterday. And we saw how well that worked out for them. So maybe they'll have a little bit different plan of attack today. But they are live on set, ready to rock and roll. So, partner... While I get our honorable guest all shined up and uh, ready to roll on about the desk here, would you be so kind as to indulge our guest as, uh, or, or, or our guest here and as well as our, our, our loyal viewers before I choke on myself over here? Um, who's the home team? Who's the away team? Who's the favorite? Who's the dog? What's this uh, current total set at? And once you do, we'll let these bad boys get to rolling. Alrighty, so we've got a decent little matchup here out of the West End Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sons of Blazers, Suns coming in on the road as the minus one and a half favorite on back-to-back after the loss last night. Portland plus one and a half at home. Over under sitting at 219 as I see it right now. So still no, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. Still no Devin Booker, I do believe. That is correct. Uh, And that doesn't... uh, looks like DeAndre Ayton might be questionable as well. So I don't know. We'll see if uh, the Suns are trying to... Or not the Suns. The uh, Dice are looking for a little uh, Suns revenge tonight or not. I don't know what to expect yet. 219 and a half. 219, it looks like. 219, now. and uh, still the Suns being favored by a point and a half? Correct. Okie dokie, artichokey. Well, the, s- the table has been set. I didn't know I was going to say the side has been set, but that didn't make much sense. You can't really eat off of a side. You eat off of a table. The table has been set, my friends, so the first roll of the day. Will we be going with the home team Trailblazers? Or the away team Suns? I don't know. Mags has no clue. Hell, you guys ain't got an idea either. So we might as well get after it and find out in three, in two, in one. Away team. Okay. Away team. Away team. Phoenix Suns. The first Blazers unofficial. On a five-game losing streak. Didn't mention that. Okay. The dice have unofficially selected the Phoenix Suns for this side. Now, money line or ATS. Are we laying the point and a half, or are we just going to say, hey, we just win it by a point, get the hell out of here, let's get our revenge and go on home. We all find out in three, in two, in one. ATS. 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 You see the ATS. First unofficial selection from the Moneyline Dice, the Phoenix Suns, minus one and a half. Now, will they be doubling down for the second day in a row, saying, Fooey, we forgot, we should have been on this side, this is what happens in the game we play called gambling, trust us, we got your back. Or are they saying, ah, sorry boys, we didn't mean that, we're just fucking with you, we need a little extra screen time, gonna have to re-roll the whole thing, they're saying, wait, 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 we ain't doing none of that, we're giving you an entirely additional ticket on top of that spread, we're going to the total, I don't know. 
Mags has no clue in hell. We all find out, however, though, in three, in two, in one. Yeah, it's way under there. Hold on. Oh, boy. Oh, ATS, boy. ATS away. ATS away. ATS okay, away. Dice. I wish you could see away. Yeah, you can kind of make it out away there. It gets. It just gets blurry. I don't know how to do that whole fucking whatchamacallit that it deal. That made it worse. Yeah, I know it did. Ah, shit. It nah. says away. Just trust me. 50% splits, 51% of bets, 50% of money for the Suns. I get it. I get it. You better not fuck me on this one again. I, I understand. <laughs> you want me to tell him? If I do it again, and I make myself look like a dumbass because of you, with you on a permanent break. On a permanent fucking break, okay, pal? The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take one ticket, count it one ticket, not two, not three, not four, not five, just one ticket. Double down straight to the pay window per the money line dice, not by any human being on this pod, but the all knowing, ever present cubicle objects known as the money line dice. Hammer in right now. The Phoenix Suns, minus one and a half. Okay, dice. I'm saying thank you, but. Thank uh... you, dice. I've got some skepticism coming from me over here. I, I don't know about tonight. Hey, they might be on the right side tonight, but uh, these dice guys are talking big shit for uh, whatever the hell their record's been in the last month or so. Big time. Hasn't been well. Hasn't been good. If we start the week 0-2, we officially enter the hashtag F-A-D-E territory. Yeah. Thank you, dice. Thank Sleep you, dice. Well. Nonetheless. Nonetheless, there you go. There you have it, my friends. The Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. I totally forgot to uh, change that. was uh, just, you know, there you go. And uh, it says Suns versus Clippers anyway, so glad I didn't change it there. <laughs> We're all over the map, so we Hell. got the TTL Crew's best bets of the day out of the way there as well, just so you guys know that. So that was a Moneyline Dice Roll. That's everything all in between. That's going to make it uh, fun for the uh, production crew later to uh, figure out what segment is what. But, uh, hey, all good. No problem. <laughs> Let's uh, keep it moving. Keep it grooving. That sure seems like the uh, first half of the show, if I do say so myself. So let's... Uh, drop it on down into fourth gear. Burn some rubber, buddy, for the second half of the show. First things first. Partner. I feel like fucking Brian Kelly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Anything burning on the brain, melting oh. on the heart, festering <laughs> on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks what? that have joined us on episode number 182 of the Talking the Line podcast on this B-E-A-U-T-F-O, December the 14th in the year 2021. Well, now that you mentioned the guy, I wasn't going to go there, but did you see that weird, weird, like, spinny, like, dancing thing? What what, what the hell was that? I didn't dive deep enough. Like, this isn't what my sidebar is. I, I'm actually just still curious because you and I haven't talked about it. I haven't talked about it with anyone else. What is that? I mean, I think it's the old Louisiana Shuffle, if you ask me. <laughs> the old Brian Keller Louisiana Shuffle. It is. Like, what? He's trying to get one leg up. You know, I actually like what, uh, hey, friend of the show, Coach JB, at uh, Chef Coach JB, the real Coach JB on Twitter. Um, he tweeted some shit that made me fucking die laughing last night. He was like, wow, talk about selling your soul to the devil for a couple of bucks. <laughs> I mean, he was the most buttoned up, religious. Yeah. This is how we're doing it. My way or the highway. You better not even cuss in my locker room, boy. Right. 
to now he is Louisiana Tiger through and through. There's his whole life, everything has done changed, and he is a wild child. He said, I had this outlaw inside of me, burning inside <laughs> of me, boys. It has been inside of me for so long, and I'm able to let it loose. Let it loose, coach. I'm with you. I mean, it has been it's, – it's a spectacle. I'll, I'll give you that. It's a spectacle to watch. I mean, we were never in this position by any means. But put yourself in the shoes of a 17-year-old trying to pick between Alabama, <laughs> LSU, Oklahoma, Clemson, Florida State, Texas A&M. Uh-huh. What about this? What about anything that this man is doing is making you say, you know what? That's the guy I want to spend the next three to four years with. What? Uh, what, I'm, what? What is this? What is this? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not I, too entirely certain, my friend. Sorry to cut you off, but I, I've always had a soft spot for LSU, and maybe because I was, maybe that was some of Coach O, because I love Coach O. But I think so. I, I mean, if I was like again, I didn't even play football past freshman year of high school. But if I was a number, if I was the number one recruit in the country, I don't know why I would go there right now. I don't know, dude. Yeah. Hey, shout Anyways. out, Coach O. By the way, baking in the Destin sun like a hey, tray oh, yeah. of lasagna at this point no in time. Kidding. But uh, hey, good for him disappearing off into the sunset. Um, but let's digress from yes. the world of yes. the Louisiana State University Tigers. Man keeps and doing things that we have to talk about. Hey, though. we got to talk about them. We got to talk about them. There's rabbit hole number one. Uh, partner, what say you about your sidebar? Okay, where I actually was trying to go. We <laughs> talked about a little NFL awards yesterday. <laughs> and we know the NFL, AFC, NFC races, playoff races are heating the hell up. But uh-huh. uh, one specific division that I'm interested in chatting with you about, get your opinions and I'll give out mine. The AFC North, uh, Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers, extra, as top to bottom, the closest division that we have right now. Uh, what do you got? I got a play. I got do a future, you really? Okay. I, I got a future ticket out right now. Uh, I mean, I believe I do as well. I had a small one in the preseason, but uh, no, I didn't Ravens do preseason. Eight and, I just did recently. Okay. Well, Ravens <laughs> eight and five, Browns and Bengals seven and six, Steelers six six and one. Current odds. Ravens plus 150, Browns plus 195, Bengals 230, and Steelers plus 1300. I checked yesterday, like yesterday evening, they were at plus 1000. Yeah, I checked this one yesterday. If, if I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll chat about this tomorrow, and I popped it up just now. It's 1300. Don't, so I we, mean, actually. You want to take a stab at uh, who I might have hammered in from the AFC North? Was there something to do with stab? As f- no. Oh, okay. I guess it's just fun. I mean, I had preseason ticket on the Browns. Is that? Uh, are you going Bengals? You going Bengals? Okay. Plus two thirty. The Steelers look broke. They look big broke. Steelers, big Steelers time are broken. Broke. They're also they also have the Titans, Chiefs, Browns, and Ravens. Correct. So about a game Browns, and a half back. That's not going to be it. Uh, Ravens without Lamar. That ain't you. That ain't good. That ain't good whatsoever. And with them having the record they have right now, I, I uh, help me out with the uh, the other quarterback. Uh, uh, Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Uh, not that I'm saying I'd, uh, no shade on Huntley. He has stepped up I and done a great job when he needed to come in, but I just don't think they're ready to elevate him into that spotlight yet. I think he can still hang on for a playoff spot, though. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe for sure. Uh, catch catch one. I mean, I guess, yeah, we got t- seven spots to fill for sure, so potentially. Yeah. But I don't think they win it, so that rules out the Steelers and the Ravens. And the Browns, I mean... Not with Baker, man. I I just how they close out the season. Baker's just not looked well. He's not looked good. I mean, I don't know if if they can't depend on their rushing game to get them rolling, get them moving, then they don't have anything going whatsoever. I mean, for crying out loud, like we watched that game and we joked about it, Max. We said 
And, you know, I always watch the post-game interviews, and I'm like, why is this team fucking happy? Like, how does this even make oh, sense? Yeah, the Ravens yeah. snuck all the way in the back door, and we forget, <laughs> like, oh, gambling isn't the only thing in this yeah, fucking yeah, planet. Yeah. But, I mean, they still allowed the Ravens to do that after being up by two, two-and-a-half touchdowns. So, I mean, that's a lot you got to think about there because that defense is solid, but if you have a, a very, very solid offensive-minded coach, which I'm not saying that Harbaugh isn't. I'm, I'm just sure. saying that they were dealing with some injuries and that running game has not been what the Baltimore running game should have been with J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. They would have been a lot better at this point in time. You're having to rely a lot on Lamar's legs. You're having to rely a lot on Lamar dropping dimes, and that's something he's still like, I'm not in the whole media boat of, oh, fucking Lamar can't throw a ball to save his fucking life, but... I also think like eh, yeah, maybe he needs to improve on a couple of spots here or there. He's showed a little bit of lack, but I still think he can throw a ball, and I think he's shown more than enough uh, caliber to be in the league for a long, 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 long time. But I think the Bengals, man, I think the Bengals, Joe Mixon gets healthy. He stays good to go. He had that little spurt with illness. Um, I think he's good to go now. They play any team that isn't prepared for their rushing attack and they will smack them in the mouth left right and center and then just as soon as they get to figuring out how to stop that rushing attack then Jamar Chase is going to rip the top off the defense with one of them deep balls on that connection and then they start picking up Jamar Chase and there's going to be T Higgins out of nowhere I, I think the Bengals have a pretty cupcake schedule to close out the season and I think they got a chance to really get it done so I like the plus 230 and I okay. hammered it in just for a little sprinkle nothing crazy okay. man just just a little, a little, a little spot I don't hate it, and I think I, I wouldn't make a new play on it. I'll just stick to my original uh, preseason Browns to win the division bet. But I might, if I gun to my head, I might take the Bengals as well. The interesting thing here is that uh, two of these teams have the Chiefs on their schedule. The other two have the Packers on the schedule. If any one of those four, and I, I kind of ruling out, ruling out the Steelers just with their schedule as end game and a half back, but if yep. any of those other three teams can beat either the Chiefs or the Packers, that might be the ticket that gets them in. But also, there's just these big, huge division games. I mean, Bengals got the Broncos coming up. Uh, you know, the Broncos need to win that one as well. But I, I think the Bengals can, as long as they can travel to Denver, I think they'll take care of business there. So I, I think I'm with you. And they they have solid success against the Ravens as well. It might come down to that. I mean, Bengals-Browns Week 18 might be uh, the decider. I don't know, man. I'm, uh, I might be with you. Kind of what I was thinking, and I think the Bengals kind of uh, sneaked that one out there. I think that game is in Cincinnati, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty it's no, in it's, in, it's in Cleveland. Bengals do get Ravens in Cincinnati a couple weeks though. I'm not too and worried about it either way. Uh, okay, so another sidebar in addition to your sidebar, you talked about the Chiefs and the Packers. Fuck your Packers. I don't care about talking about them. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Are they all the way back? Is this defense? actually alive is product of just playing a couple of lackluster offenses playing the chiefs two out of their last four games what is it partner i'm uh so i don't think they're the full fully formed last couple of years chiefs teams that everyone should be terrified about mm. they are finding a way to win games against certain teams but it's also i mean uh, two of the last four weeks, they've put up 40 points, and it was the Raiders. So, uh, I mean, do they did they just have fantastic recipes? In this other game the other day, they would have kicked the pants out of many ways, but they had goofy, you know, tip balls that just are just inexplicable and all these random fumbles. Like I said, they would have kicked the shit out of them anyways, but that 48-9 to 9 is a little inflated, I would say. Um, I mean, maybe we'll see on Thursday night, man. I, I don't think they're going to roll through the AFC. I think the Patriots would have a good recipe for them. Nobody really else in the AFC is really impressing me that much. I mean, we just talked about the Ravens. They're not playing their best football at the right time or healthy at the right time. So I think it might be Patriots-Chiefs for the AFC ship. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think it very well could be. Um, 
but I don't I, know. We'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens I think there. the right defense, if you have a, the right defense to match up with them, I still think the right defense can game plan to slow them down and not and keep them under 24 points. And I think the right offense could exploit that defense. I mean, I know they dominated the Cowboys, which is the one that's making me think maybe their defense is starting to be really good. But, you know, I look around and thinking about the NFC, I think the Packers are the Bucks. Let's say hypothetically either of those teams see them in the Super Bowl. I think Brady or Rodgers could have solid success against the Chiefs. I mean, look at the Packers-Chiefs game. Everyone was saying, oh, well, if, if Rodgers was playing, the Packers would have dominated the Chiefs in that game aside from Jordan Love. So, obviously, I'm a homer in that aspect, but I think you know what mm -hmm. I mean, and maybe you agree, maybe you don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say you're a little bit more of a homer on that end of the sure. spectrum to pull out the Packers, but still at yeah. the same time, like if it, I don't think if it was uh, if it was actually Aaron Rodgers and not Jordan Love, I think it would definitely be a different story. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if they're all the way back. We'll see. Um, do you have it in front of you who they got this upcoming week? It's Chargers on Thursday night. Oh, that's right. It's the Thursday night game. I totally forgot. Um, yeah, so that's going to be, hey, that's obviously a litmus test. I mean, that's yeah, uh, big one that, for the that Chargers a lot. Too. Hey, that's AFC West. That's uh, that's Showtime battle in primetime. So, I mean, it uh, it means a lot in that in that situation. <laughs> so, I finally, well, fuck, hey, actually, now with the one, are we finally going to have a good Thursday night football game? Or what's going to be the what's going to be the, dr the drill here? Oh, I mean, last week came from the dead, that Steelers-Vikings game. But I, I hope so, man. These Chargers-Chiefs games have been pretty, uh, pretty solid. I mean, Chiefs looking for a little revenge, if I'm not mistaken. Chargers got that one uh, pretty handily early in the season, uh, 30 to 24, not handily. But they, uh, I don't know, Chargers are going to be looking for some, or Chiefs are going to be looking for some revenge in that one. So I think we will, man. Sorry, we had some triple XL naked strip oh, double boy. down fucking <laughs> titty show bullshit. I fucking I don't get it, dude. I don't My fucking it get it, dude. Today. It's all right. I was asking you a question. It's all good. Uh yeah, moderate. Just have the fucking comments open. Just moderate that son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. I fucking do. dude, I fucking hate it. Uh yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. The Bills did not look good. I was talking about potential uh Bills and uh Patriots uh Super Bowl, man, maybe who knows. AFC championship, you mean? Yeah, yeah. They did like and I'm just talking about or yeah, AFC championship. So they didn't look good. No. Um not I didn't mean Bills Patriots. And Chiefs Bills. Yeah. No, 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 stop. <laughs> Bills and Buccaneers this past week, okay. and we're talking about the okay. Chiefs getting all over the fucking map. They did not look good against the Chiefs whatsoever. They didn't look like, so maybe, maybe the Chiefs are back in that regard. But then the Bills kind of cleaned some shit up. They didn't look great, but they kind of snuck in the back door overtime, didn't fucking cover, almost blew your ticket to pieces, a nice parlay that cashed, but... Yeah. I don't know what the Bills are because we keep kind of fucking sneaking them in here left, right, and center not really talking about them, acknowledging them. And they're like, they're going to be there, but I don't know if they're going to get bounced early. I kind of feel like they're going to get bounced early. They don't have a rushing attack. They don't, And you can't throw the ball 50 times a game against Bill Belichick. Like You can't. You right. can't. You can't. I mean, he proved they it. Might be, you can't. I, I think they'll uh, – yeah, I don't know. You're right. I don't know what they are. They're in a spot. Like, if you didn't look at their schedule, you'd say, damn, are the Bills going to make the play – or Bills going to miss the playoffs – Three out of their four games, they should be uh, should be winnable games. And if they don't win three out of these four games, then I don't think they deserve to be it. I mean, they got the one game with the Patriots. That'll be huge. But aside from that, they've, they've got the Panthers, Falcons, and Jets. So that should get them in uh, because they're tied for the, the last couple of spots right now and tied with a handful of teams that are on the outside. But that's by far the easiest schedule of all the teams that are involved in that mess right now. But like you said, they getting bounced early – 
there's a chance that they might play the Chiefs in the first round. And I think the Bills could have a solid recipe for the Chiefs, but they very well could get a bounce in the first round there. Speaking of there's a chance, there's a chance that old Josh Allen stays in a walking boot and continues to be week to week through this week. And we have old Kiss and Titties man in the Buffalo Bills, which terrific. Oh, he looked wonderful in the preseason. The Bears fucking suck. Wonderful. Fuck all of you, every one of you out there that just had to say something. Had your, ooh, we just got to rub it more in for all the Bears fans. Mitch Trubisky is not coming in for the Buffalo Bills and going to tear up any team they possibly play. They do play a cupcake schedule, but it is kind of trending in that fact. I know I'm joking, but I, I we might honestly see Mitch Trubisky starting for the Buffalo Bills on Sunday. Trubisky versus Cam Newton, if that would be the case this Sunday. How bananas <laughs> would that shit be? Like, how just absolutely off the charts is that matchup? Well, that doesn't make any sense. I... I think it's unlikely. Yeah. I think Josh Allen definitely plays, especially with the spot there. If they were like the one seed, I have to imagine maybe he'd take a week off going into that Patriots game the following week. So it's at 10.5 right now. If that news comes out that Trubisky's starting, what do you think that line does? Under a touchdown? Under a touchdown? If but it's at 10.5. Do you think it slides ten, under? 10.5 if- in favor of the Bills? The Bills over the Panthers right now, assuming Josh Allen is a plane, I have to imagine. Ah. Um... Yeah, I'd say six and a half. Six and a half, right? Because Panthers, I'm almost in full faith territory of the Cam Newton and the Panthers right now, almost regardless. Probably won't take it at ten and a half with yeah. these injuries for the Bills, but man, man the Falcons the Panthers look The terrible. Falcons fucked them up. Now, granted, yeah. I, I talked about it on last Friday's show that the Falcons, they when they lose a game to the Panthers sometime in the year, they always come back and then whoop yeah. their absolute ass. That's just what happens. So maybe one more week I got to see some bullshit out of the Panthers, but... What I also don't think you should keep doing is rotating quarterbacks between Cam and P.J. Walker in the anticipation of Josh Donaldson coming back. And then, uh, did I say that right? No, I didn't say that right. Sam Darnold. I'm sorry. (laughs) There's a Donaldson, there's too much. What the fuck am I saying? Sam Darnold. I apologize. Too much CBD on this morning's show. Uh, (laughs) Only CBD here. Sam Darnold. With the anticipation of Sam Darnold coming back, I just, man... What are they going to do? Start rotating three quarterbacks in there? Because then now you're taking, in the legendary words of Michael Lombardi, a four-star general who has now taken over this team in Cam Newton. You're fucking with his general abilities now, putting P.J. Walker in there every now and again. And now what? Sam gets healthy right before week 18. You put him in in week 17, and now you fuck everything all else up. I don't get it. I think I'm out. I kind of keep forgetting that this is week 15 coming up. I mean, we got uh, we got four weeks left of football here, man. This is crazy. This is insane. 15, 16, 17, 18. That's bananas, dude. How did it go so fast? How have we gone through 14 weeks of football already? And we still, you know what the craziest part is? As we've gone through 14 fucking weeks of football, and I still don't know shit about shit. <laughs> I still don't know shit about <laughs> shit, dude. I, I think there this is, is a- every fucking week, there is a team. Oh, they're back. They're ready to rock and roll. That's the team we back. Everybody's on them. Here we go. It's fucking showtime. And they failed to cover by four fucking touchdowns. Well, I think I saw last night. I could be wrong, but I think I'm saying it right. Each conference, there's five teams within a game of the number one seed, which has never happened to this late in the season. So you're right. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. It's bananas. It's bananas. I feel pretty confident that the Packers, Bucks, and uh, Patriots are pretty damn good right now. And that's about all I know right now. That's about all I know. I know that uh, Bill Belichick is going to keep cashing checks. And uh, outside of that, yeah, I think it would be electric. Uh, we kind of talked about this with uh, shout-out Scoot, uh, one of our buddies, over the weekend. 
I think the NFL is kind of teeing everything up to have that Patriots Buccaneers Super Bowl and because this might be one of the last opportunities you get it if the if not this year then it has to be next year so why not fucking tee it up now and especially if they go into Lambeau again and beat your fucking Packers on the same situation not happening I don't know who knows maybe we see calling it here early now 2021 Super Bowl in LA both boys don't have to be shivering their fucking sacticulars off like they did their entire time they were with each other in new england and they get to play each other in the super bowl bill belichick new england patriots now led by the rookie phenom mac jones up against the old goat now facing maybe the new goat but still nonetheless the old goat tom tb12 eats green pace to make him stay in the league until he's five thousand years old brady sign me up for that super bowl i'm in pass I'm in. Here we go. Here we go. And then sign me up for a Super Bowl next year with Aaron Rodgers on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they go back and make a run. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you. 2024, did you see Vegas is getting the Super Bowl? Las Vegas. Sick as hell, dude. That should be awesome. That should be so cool, man. I we talked about it a lot, but the more the more that Vegas gets into this sports space, I absolutely love it. Like, and now it's even kind of getting more talks that the Oakland Athletics might be moving even more and more now. So I think baseball team would be amazing. Oh, baseball and basketball, man. So cool. Speaking of whole a whole other rabbit hole, put a pin in that thought. Did you see Nashville coming out? <laughs> Is that where you were that. going? Fucking Nashville yes. with that potential Nashville Stars. Sign me up, dude. Like half the stadium is a fucking concert hall. The other half is the ballpark. Like. Sign me up. I'm in. I'm in. Same with me. And what I was going to say to kind of tie that all in, I hope Nashville kind of becomes that Midwest. Not the Nash full, Vegas. full Nash Vegas. Vegas they got to stick to Nashville. Like, actually lean into some Nash Vegas and have some sports book action there, man. Because, like I said, Nashville itself is fucking amazing. And I don't want the core of Nashville to change. But you had a baseball team in there with a little uh, sprinkle of sports gambling, dude. Oh, man, I one of my favorite cities in the damn country, dude. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Nash Vegas. Never touched down, but uh, love the area, love where it's at, and I uh, think we might have to plan a little something. I've yeah, been dude. to uh, the Las Vegas multiple times. I've been to Las Vegas more times than I can count on my fingers and my toes, Yeah, uh, but never been to old Nash Vegas. So oh. they, put like a, a, they put a ballpark like in it. eight-hour drive south, which sounds bad yeah. on, it, when we say it, but then I've done it before, and it's like, oh, that really nah, wasn't too bad. My, I got some family that lives in uh kansas a uh, small little town called fredonia mm. it's about nine hours from here eh, it's shit i mean you get, yeah. in, you get in a truck you get to move and get to groove and finally you get there it's about uh six hours to uh minor mike and busters in lake of the ozarks missouri hell of a fucking okay. arcade okay. you ever find yourself in lake of the ozarks missouri fucking hit up minor mike and busters shot at shot won, at. won me lots of fucking tickets and prizes at that motherfucker they got hell one yeah. while i'm on this rabbit hole they got one you stand on this fucking <laughs> It's a shooting game, and you stand on this platform, and all the fucking targets are, like, around the whole facility. And it's, like, this big-ass warehouse, like, acres and acres and acres of this warehouse. And, like, all the targets are, like, up on the ceiling and all over the fucking place. So you're just, like, moving, shooting shit. Minor Mike and Buster suit. Shout out. Shout out. That's all I got. That's all I got, dude. Let's wrap this damn thing up unless you got something else. No. uh, You ever been to uh, Lake of the Ozarks? I have not actually. Big fan of the show Ozark, but yeah, uh, yeah, hey, 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 yeah, that is a fucking show and a half. That is a show yeah. and a half. But yeah, Lake of the Ozarks, it's a summertime destination. You oh, I've heard, there, I've heard yeah, awesome yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Get you a big old fucking boat because the little boats they they get tossed all this shit out yep. there. But you get you a big old boat and you go out and get a little silly and then. 
I didn't see too many, uh, you know, 25 to 30 year olds jumping into minor mic combusters. I might look a little funny going in there <laughs> nowadays, but hey, fuck it. I'm in. Let's go. Summer trip. Uh, last thing I did forget to mention, as far as breaking news, as far as one of my picks, a uh, potential explanation of the line movement, LaMarcus Aldridge is ruled out. Kevin ah. Durant is questionable. Uh, which at this point in the game, when you see a three-point line movement and someone like that says they are questionable, that typically means they are going to be sitting the fuck out. So, mm-hmm. hey, hopefully I'm not uh, throwing that CLV in the old trash can later tonight, but uh, still like that Raptors uh, plus five as long as it hasn't cut uh, moving down, but they might 100%. win that game outright, dude. Uh, yeah, for sure. Kind of actually wrapping up in regards to my play on that spectrum. A couple of my plays, too. Uh, Monmouth House flipped to plus one and a half, but they are getting severe juice. They're minus 122, uh-huh. so you got to pay uh-huh. uh, two dimes and a couple of pennies to uh, get in on that action if you want to. Uh, 122 will win you hundo, but uh, I'm still very confident in it, especially with it getting the juice of the plus one and a half. I think it's a little bit of fugazi flippage. Jacksonville. Up to three and a half now, my friend. Hope you guys were able to catch that at plus one and a half, minus one and a half when it, it ticked back down during the show, and now it ticked back up through two and a half, up to three and a half. So it's minus three and a half. It's minus three and a half. Oh, I, told I thought you, you yeah, plus no, no, it is oh. up to minus three and a half. So I said, don't take that over two and a half. It is not getting the juice. Minus one oh four. Only have to pay a couple pennies to get in on that mm-hmm. ride. Uh, wait till it goes back down to two and a half or one and a half. Starts getting the juice again. I'm fine with you paying one fifteen just to be able to get it at two and a half, one and a half. Wow. Um, outside of that, everything else looks like it stayed pretty consistent. Um, one thing I found too, kind of shout out is actually what I'm doing right now. So I, I, I make all my bets in the morning and then I'll re-add, um, the, like the plays that I have, like, especially our special plays too, and everything I'll add it back into my bet slip. And it's nice. If you have the action app, you can kind of see that movement. You can go back in whatever, but sometimes it's like, really, what the fuck was that movement? Like, is that, does that movement mean something? So I've watched Monmouth all morning, and it was, wasn't was getting any juice, just held firm at one and a half, one and a half, one and a half. Finally flipped to plus one and a half, kind of what I was anticipating, watched the minus yeah. 122. So I'm not saying it's the end-all, be-all, but if you have a book that you love to use, and for instance, this one's FanDuel for me, make your bets in the morning and then drop your plays back in there just in the bet slip because what I like about FanDuel is like, like DraftKings will close it all out for you. And then they're like, oh, you shit out of fucking luck. Got to go search yeah. for it again, dumbass. And yeah. like, I just, I hate that so much. Right. FanDuel will keep it in and they'll actively update the odds for you too. So mm-hmm. you can almost do your own line tracking throughout the day. And like, okay, this is what I would take at 8 a.m. Let me see by 9 a.m. where is this line gone. And you sure. can literally leave it in a slip like that. So a little pro tip came to the mind there. Oh, another yeah. fucking rabbit hole. How about that? So as per usual, be who you can afford to be. Always gamble responsibly. Um... Anything outside of that, partner? I forgot. Left out, dished out a couple of TTL announcements here. Uh, Anything else outside of that? No, sir. Take it home. Okay. uh, Before Motivation Minutes, my friends, uh, Wise Words Season 2, Episode number 4, drops tomorrow after the show, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, featuring somebody you've seen us gone back and forth with. It's actually also a company you've seen us gone back and forth with and talk about before actually on this show. I'll let you... uh, Spin about that and figure out who's going to be on there. But uh, it will be out on the YouTube channel, so make sure you hit the notification bell if you are watching on YouTube over there so you don't miss the drop of that. And then it will follow uh, releasing on all major podcast directories in addition. If you haven't checked out uh, the rest of Season 2 or even Season 1, this is the first time you're hearing about Wise Words, check it out. You can go to talkingtheline.com slash wise-words-podcast. You'll see all the major directories. It's on YouTube, podcast platforms, yada, yada, yada. Go check it out. Feature 
feature some of the brightest, sharpest, most electric names dishing out their best knowledge and insights in regards to the sports gaming industry. Let's all get better at uh, betting together, if you will. How does that sound? Uh, Cup of Joe on campus coming around the bend. Uh, I'm working on another guest. It was uh, absolutely fucking electric to have a guest um, a couple weeks back. So we're going to be working on that. Uh, have one coming up here. Maybe not this upcoming Saturday, but Saturday after next. We'll see what happens. Saturday after next is Christmas. Um, so Or Saturday next Saturday is Christmas. So Saturday after You know what I'm saying. It'll be a while yet still. Um, <laughs> I don't think we're going to kind of talking about Christmas. I know it's still a week away. Um, but fucking holy shit, it's only a week away. Yeah. Um, probably have Wednesday show. And then we won't do Thursday, Friday, or Cup of Joe on campus on Saturday. So no Thursday show, no Friday show tentatively, and then no Cup well, of so Joe So we can campus. chat about it, but uh, and I, I, obviously we'll talk about it. But it, maybe Thursday, maybe 23rd morning, unless you got stuff going on. I don't know. Like I said, no, no I, we didn't talk about that. No, I got you. So we'll talk about that. Yeah, maybe okay. we have maybe we have third. Maybe we do... Um, Maybe we do something like a little bit different, like a Christmas spectacular, some sure. shit. Instead of just like dishing out my picture, pick special play, whatever, we can just talk some shit and and whatever. I don't know who Got the hell Judith Akins is, yeah. but shout out Judith a- or yeah, Judith Akins. Oh yeah, yeah, naked online strips. Shout out. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking bunch of bullshit. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Um, we'll let you know for sure once the next week rolls around. But um, we'll probably have some special cooked up. We'll do a little some give you because uh, generally it tends to be uh, either. We got a couple of friends that are teachers, so they'll obviously be on Christmas break. Uh, we got a couple of listeners of the show. I know they start break a little bit earlier for their jobs too. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll dish it out. We'll keep it moving. Uh, make sure. Speaking of listeners of the show, make sure you tell all your brothers, sisters, friends, enemies, friends, degenerates, non-degenerates, everybody in between. Um, it is our job to bring the sports gambling idea out of the deep dark corners of guido gambino's basement and uh bring it to the light of the ttl production studios talk some line have some fun and um you know so these are the vibes we're always going to put down we're not just going to sit here and uh bore you guys with nonsense and comments and oh, oh, oh i know the absolute most about sports betting ho oh, oh, oh magnuson could you please uh pour me another scotch would you ho oh, oh, ho oh. like, ho it just ain't going to happen. You're not going to find it here. You're not going to see it. And and I actually had a conversation with uh, our guest of the day yesterday and after the show, after we recorded it. And uh, that's one one thing he really uh, recommended us on is just uh, we don't we don't change no matter what. Is it's the show or we're talking to somebody off the show or whatever the case is. We're just the real honest version of us, and we just like to – Try and uh, give others some good vibes, good energy, good uh, motivation, whatever the case might be. Just give you that little bit to uh, get out of the bullshit. Because uh, even even on some of the apps that we stream this year pod on, there is a lot of bullshit, a lot of toxicity. So we like to toss it out there, maybe give you a little little uh, good, good vibes, good uh, positivity going through the uh, timeline there. But hey... Speaking of uh, positivity, uh, before I get into my motivation minutes of the day, make sure you check out TalkingTheLine.com. You can find all of our additional content, all of our social platforms, everything in between. But let's change that ticker for the final time here today, my friends, for my motivation minutes. So, uh, pretty simple one today, actually. I uh, I heard kind of a quote like this in... Um, a movie and I didn't watch the full movie so I don't know what the hell it is and I just like saw kind of a clip of it and it, and it really it I saw it on a page that I follow and it really kind of just stuck with me and I it even stuck with me through this morning after I saw it last night and I was like all right well I guess this is what we're talking about today so today's message is just all kind of centered around staying present and 
being here and content and grateful for what you are. Now, not being content to the point of, eh, when something comes, it'll come. Like, you still got to put in the work and still have to give effort towards your goals. But stop worrying so much about getting to those goals and reaching those goals because at the end of the day, you're not utilizing right here and now to its full potential. And that quote was something along those lines of, don't get hung up on where you want to be because then you won't make the most out of the place you're currently in. And it's always great. I've talked about it before on this show. It's so essential to remember where you were, where you're at, and most importantly, where you want to be. But it is even more essential to not get stuck in where you want to be and where you were at. Because at the end of the day, you're right here and now. And that's all that matters. Because in order to get to the future, you're going to have to stay in this moment and build yourself now in order to be prepared for those next moments. And in order to stay in this present moment and focus on the new version of yourself, you can't worry about the past, old, dead, previous version of yourself. So I know it's easy. I know it's it's one of the hardest things to do, not think about your future, not think about the past, the coulda, shoulda, wouldas, and the what ifs, maybes, and hows. I understand all of that. But the more you stay in the moment and worry about the nows, the more all that other shit, whether past or future, takes care of itself. I say it all the time, get the inside right and the outside will follow along. And one closing kind of thought and, and why I teed it up with, of course, you have to keep working. It's just two words. Be still. Be still. If shit doesn't feel right, if you can't figure out why you're not moving anywhere, you're grooving everywhere, you're knocking down barriers, but you're giving your best effort you have every single day, you're putting in everything you have towards one goal or maybe a couple of goals, whatever, but you are focusing all your energy in that spot, yet there's no updates, there's no announcements, there's no seam of traction anywhere. Just be still. I promise you it's coming around the corner. Sometimes the more you just worry about staying right here and now and not worrying about being all over the map is the faster that those things come to you. I don't know why it works or how it works. It's like some fucked up game that somebody's testing you just to see if you can hang on long enough until all the good stuff comes. I mean, it's cliche as shit, but good things come to those who wait. But you can't just wait around. You got to do a little bit of a work, a little bit of work behind it too. So my friends, I challenge you today to stay present, stay in the moment. Um, I've shown you before, but my... my um, my phone lock screen is be present. Just remind me every time I'm always on that fucker, man. And and, and Twitter, capping something, the action app, chalkboard, going back and forth. I, I'm always in that thing. And I know how easy it is to get lost in something like that. Next thing you look up, it's 45 minutes. And you were just down a rabbit hole of, oh, my gosh, what if X, Y, and Z happens here? Holy shit, the whole world could end in the next five minutes. <laughs> and Shit, you, you put yourself far behind of when you could have been right here and right now and accomplishing things in the moment. So... Stay present, be present, don't get too hung up on where you want to be or you will forget to make the most out of where you currently are. And that does it for my Motivation Minutes of the day. 
Good stuff, my man. Don't have too much to add here as we get later into the 11 o'clock hour. But good stuff, my man. You nailed just about everything. That's another reason why I don't have too much to add because you hit uh, it right on the head, my friend. Appreciate you, dude. And your feedback. That officially does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Okay. Well, that seems like the show to me. Seems like we're ready to rock and roll and get on about our Tuesdays here. So, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself and Max. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 182 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Tuesday of bets. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate each and every one of you for your support, your following, your likes, your shares, your visits, all this good stuff that uh, goes into the social media world that we are quickly, fastly learning more and more about every single day. It's because of you guys that we get the opportunity to learn about those things and grow in advance and make this TTL rocket ship bigger, faster, better, and stronger on a direct shot to the damn moon. So from both of us, the bottom of our hearts, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have any other plans. And as per usual, hey, partner, let's cash some tickets. <laughs>